Hey, how's it going, everybody? Welcome back to the Corner Talks podcast. Today, we have a good friend, the star of my short film, beautiful Robert Demario. What's going on, buddy? Too much. Thanks for having me. It's always a pleasure. Of course, buddy. Yeah, it's uh, been a long time coming, man. We uh, made that short film, again, called Beautiful last summer in the midst of a pandemic. And we're finally here talking about it. I'm so happy to have you on the podcast to you know, help promote it. It's been getting a lot of love, a lot of feedback. Have you been seeing this? Yeah, man, it's crazy the response we're getting. Just to think that, like, <laughs> we made it on a summer day, what, like, over about a year ago now, maybe a little less, and you know, it was just just something to do, right? We just put it together, and now, now the results we've seen and the response we get is it's crazy to look back on it, you know? Yeah, and and a big thing for you know, a big thing for me, like you said, it's it's just something quick, something we put together in the summer, but it's just so such a little film. And it's come such a long way. Like it's, you know, doing a world tour. We'll get into like the film festivals, but it's literally been in New York and Los Angeles and Tokyo and South Korea. It's and it's just for me, it's, it's, it's a, yeah, it's astonishing. You made a good point too. Like it is a universal subject, like soccer, like everyone in the world like can relate to it. And I even joke around uh, with your brother there, shout out to Mark, <laughs> uh, about being uh, featured in the Euro Cup. You know, FIFA calls me up. <laughs> you know those uh, that's, commercials that's in between. <laughs> yeah, yeah, those promos in between. You're just watching an Italy game. It just cuts to this, this, that video of you. It's more than just a game. It's a lifestyle. I think you would just lose your shit. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I would just start crying instantly. <laughs> Endorsement deals start coming to you. <laughs> but uh, yeah, anyway, so you know, before we get into the film and like the process and you know the feedback we've been getting, um, you know, I selected you for a reason. Um, you know, the, the film is about a young man reflecting on his love for the beautiful game known as soccer, right? And you've been associated with soccer your whole life. Uh, your brothers, your father, like everyone has kind of brought down uh, these lessons and in the, these talents to you because you are the youngest in your family. So whether it was playing it on the field, growing up watching it, soccer has always been in your life. So I wanted to know, like, what was your first, your earliest experiences with the, with the game, like with the sport? Kind of just said it best. I, I was sort of born into this, right? I got um, my dad, who was born in Italy, um, born in Milano. Um, he comes over here. He he falls in love with coaching, um, and that's where he really found his passion. He played too, of course, but he 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 loved coaching. He coached for like twenty five years. Um, you know, then I have two older brothers. They both play their whole life. They both get into it. And then by the time I come around, it's just the norm now, right? So yeah, definitely heavily influenced my family. And my earliest experiences probably as far back as I can even remember. Um, I just remember like it started, I was probably six years old and playing house league and, you know, going to the field and, and watching my older brothers play. And while they're practicing, I'm on the sidelines doing keep ups and watching them. And it was literally like, especially cause you know, when the whole family's doing it, I'd have my practice and I go with my dad to my other brother's practice. Then we go to Mark's practice. And then I'm just, I'm just on the field like four hours, you know, four times a week. And it's just, it's hard to not fall in love right when you're when you're surrounded by it so. yeah it was just that consistency uh of yeah. it being part of your life really you had no choice in a way right because yeah. everywhere you turn it's not like you had one brother that was into photography and one brother that was into like soccer right it was just like everybody and that's because I, I i should mention you know because i'm friends with your brother and i've just in a way grew up with your family uh that's all i remember when i would go over just everybody's talking about soccer every, like people have you know you have jerseys pinned to the wall literally <laughs> you know what I mean uh, in the basement yeah right literally pinned to the wall um and I have to say it's probably credit to your family uh and a combination of my no-no like you guys got me into more of the world cup and euro cup uh you know that I can't even though I don't like 
watch Champions League and keep track of like the seasons. Yeah, yeah. Um, when it comes to the World and Euro Cup, it's just a different uh, level for I think, me. I think that's where everyone falls in love at first. Yeah. Like, I don't. When I'm really young, I don't really recall watching, you know, like Milan every weekend. But I can tell you, I remember like getting excited for the World Cup or for the Euro yeah. Cup because that's just it's a global thing, right? You feel like that you're a part of something that's bigger than everything like this. That's kind of what differentiates, I think, soccer from a lot of other sports is, is that global aspect. It's like, you know, hockey, there, there's the world championships and stuff, but not to the same, you know, extent of the World Cup where, of course, it's, it's another level. It's just, it's, especially because I went to one in Brazil, right, in 2014. Like, yeah, even, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, to, to be in that atmosphere, it's I can't even put the words to it. It's just it's indescribable. You it, yeah, you realize it's bigger than life. You realize to these 100%. people in other countries, it's it's more life to them. You know, it's crazy. Well, when I was talking to your brother, I remember him like telling me like you don't understand. Like here, you go to a Leaf game, you go to a Raptors game, you got what seventeen thousand if you're lucky. Like people actually showing up, and if they all show up, you got to pray that they're all like looking at the game. You know, drawn in, focused. And he's Some like, now imagine, exactly, <laughs> yeah, let's be honest, day and night hooking up or like business people, the best is the ones that are front row, right on their cell phones, Blackbird. And the best is when, you know, because he, he made a good point. He says, now imagine a stadium of a hundred thousand people. Okay. Triple for exponentially bigger than the Leaf Stadium, Scotiabank Arena, but they're all focused on the game and they're all like glued and no one's on their phone. Everyone's chanting, singing, like and I and I said and that's when I realized like I, I don't think I can comprehend that until you witness it right and that's why you said it's like indescribable that feeling like it's priceless because uh, that's a lot of people in one place all all uh, in the same like place for the same reason do you know what I mean and just yeah for sure and just to like think about it right like at a World Cup I'm sitting there like in, in Brazil and and you just have people from from Chile, from Australia, from Portugal, from Canada, United yeah. States. They can't even speak the same language, but like <laughs> they can talk soccer. Like you know, I can I can somehow it's like it's like a, a universal language. It's that's it's so just, funny. The lingo, it's yeah, crazy. yeah, it's yeah. crazy. Man. And that's and that's like, I'm I'm happy we had this uh, talk about the you know what soccer has brought for a lot of people and nationalities because uh, that was my mission when I wrote this uh, uh, film, this little film here, uh, beautiful. Um, even the visuals, what I wanted to capture is, you know, I, I explained to you at first, we were joking around. I was like, Oh, I want to make you look like, you know, the best soccer player or whatever. But I also, at my heart, I always believe in having a story first. Right. So for me, it wasn't, I wasn't too crazy about, Oh, you need to do this trick and like do a scissor kick and whatever. It was more about, you know, what is the essence of the sport? And that, like you said, uh, the universal language is a universal game and everybody knows it as beautiful. And it's so funny because I wrote it uh with that perception i never played well, i played soccer when i was very very young but i never had it as associated in my life as you did but i still know um the appreciation people have for it so when i wrote beautiful at the end i remember even asking him like yo did you think people will get that right you know like, yeah beautiful game you kidding me Fine. <laughs> they better get that right so I, I just knew i had something going and i was so so thrilled that you um you approved of of, of the story man like someone coming from your field i couldn't have asked for like a better you know, you could have asked me to do other things and I would have been like, yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. That, that's just, I don't have to act, right? I'm just, I'm just doing me and, and it's, it's crazy. I think the reason why soccer is like the beautiful game, that's what they call it. Yeah. Is because it's really the poor man's game. Like it's, it's something that can be played in any corner of the world. Like, you know, it's, it's difficult for, for, you know, countries, you know, like poor countries to play hockey where you need an ice rink, you need skates, you need gear, you need sticks or football or you need a helmet, pads. Soccer is a game that, A, you don't need to play with anybody. You can be by yourself. You can have a ball. 
You don't need a net. You can just do keep ups and enjoy yourself. Um, but more importantly, it's just the, it's the idea that like, it's, it's the simplest game that can bring everyone together. And it's just the bare simple foundations of sport of, of you know, competition. It's just, yeah. It's and, awesome. and what, what better formula, right? All you need is your buddies or people, right? You can grab any object, put two devices parallel apart, make an opening for a net and then a ball. That's it. And some people in some countries probably don't even use a rubber ball. They just use a, an object that rolls around yeah. roughly. Right? And even, even, exactly. And you don't even, like what I was trying to say was too, is like, you don't even really need a net. You don't even really need other people. Like for basketball, like you can't just bounce a ball around and like, you know, you need, you need a hoop. Okay, right? Yeah. What I'm trying to say is sense, yeah. you can walk in the street and I see somebody kicking a ball against the wall and that they're playing soft <laughs> and, and they're happy. Yeah, you're right. Class. You're right. I love it. Or you doing keep I mean? ups. It's, That's a big thing, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So it's just, it's, it's really like this, it can bring you so much joy from the littlest thing. It doesn't require anything. It can just bring you so much happiness. You know? And that's, uh, that's something that I can, you know, well, I can't relate to, but I think with admire because with so with hockey, I should say, I played hockey was more my soccer. Uh, I played it my whole life and the family I grew up in, they talked about hockey all the time uh, and they played it uh, more advanced levels too, my cousins. But uh, with hockey, um, kind of like with filmmaking, you need uh, a location, you need a team, you need a, a, a setting, um, you know, and you need a, a shit ton of equipment. That is expensive, I should mention. Like skates alone are like two, three hundred dollars, right? And then you got to consider the pricing of the other gear, right? And you need that gear. It's not like you can skip it and say, I don't need it. Don't worry about it, right? Like soccer, right? Shin pads, you could skip that if you're really... Uh, you know, brave oh, like that. I, I would never skip them or or <laughs> or a jock or a cup. But uh, you know, people do it. Let's be honest. And you know, obviously they play maybe barefoot. Um, but at the same time, it's just it, there's more flexibility in that. And I think that's what something like you said you can admire. And that's something that I should mention also. Your brother. I remember like in grade six when I was twelve and like the, the World Cup. That's two thousand six in Germany when Italy won. Like who could forget that? It's ingrained in my mind because. I've never had more of an exhilarating. I, I never looked forward to going to school so much more in my life. Like all of the month of June. All right. I think you, uh, yeah. Right. Uh, yes, every yeah. day, even the teachers were, cause it's a predominantly Italian community, right? We live in, everyone was involved. Like everyone, the teachers were bringing in the TVs. Like that's how cooked they were. Cause usually teachers are like, nah, we're not watching this. Like you guys got to focus, course, whatever. Of everyone was meeting up in the gymnasium. Like we were just killed. Yeah. Oh my God. What a great, great summer. Uh, one of my best memories of my life. But I just remember before that, in anticipation for it. this is probably like my, my first world cup experience i should be um <laughs> for a lot you know, of us admit too, right? yeah. no yeah um because i never really cared for it before but i remember mark like i was always joking around about hockey and things like that and he says wait wait till the world cup because you have to understand this isn't you know a few cities you know a few maybe a few countries country uh russia canada us imagine like the whole world like everyone you know in some ways connected to this game and he was right when we watched that game man uh, even if you were an Italian, Portuguese, you know, one guy's from Australia, one guy knows a dad uh, from uh, England, <laughs> like, you know yeah, what I mean? Or, or my, my cousin's uh, married a half Swede, so I'm steering for Sweden. Like, South America, crazy yeah, amount of like, stories. Yeah. yeah, people with flags racing through the streets. You don't see that when the people are doing the playoffs and the Stanley Cup. And another thing, thing I learned about the World Cup is what makes it so, um, so much of a special event. It's held every four years, yeah. right? It, it, it's, it, it makes it, um, you know, sacred in that way, right? Like when it does come around, you better be there, better be ready, right? Exactly, man. It's like uh, the once every four years is a, is a great touch. I think the only other thing that does that is the Olympics, right? Um, yeah, but the Olympics is like just, so many sports, so it's not even as concentrated. 
you know, but it's just not the same feeling for me, I guess, because there's so many activities and sports happening. Some sports people don't even consider sports. So there's just so much happening. Right. But I just love the idea that the whole world is focused on one sport and they're trying to be the best at this one sport. It it really is a a universal game. It's crazy. I think the moment I think back of too, like, and I was really young, I'm four years younger than you. So when the 2006 was happening, I was even younger. And I just still remember that moment when like we were taking the last penalty, Italy was Grosso taking it. And like, he was lining up, the referee blows the whistle and like, you could just feel like the entire world was in silence. Like, I don't care where you were. Like, there was a moment in the like the entire world just stopped and froze, just like waiting to see if the Earth stood still, man. I'm telling it's, you, the Earth stood still. People, I, scientists, I feel will, that, right? like, scientists everyone... will not uh, buy that theory, but I believe it, man. Like I, I don't know what it was, man. The, whole, first. the air, like everything was still. Even the bugs were like you know frozen. And then all of a sudden, when it, when he uh, scored that winning goal, it was almost instantaneous. Like cars were ready to go. You just heard honking and beeping and like racing down the street. I'm not kidding. As soon as the ball like went in and they're like, "Mm," and then they're like, "Ah, I was probably one of those cars. I swear. It's almost like everybody was waiting to just like rev it. You know, it it was instantaneous. It was amazing. I was at a family barbecue. So that's why. Nice. And just like, like moments like that. And listen, we live in a world where there's very few things that can really that's universal and that can bring everybody together. Especially in this climate. Yeah, for sure, man. That's why soccer for me is like, the older I get, I start to really appreciate and understand like, you know, it's, it's more than life. I understand it now, you know? Of course, man. I want to get into more of the sport now. uh, Cause you know, like I said, it's been with you your whole life. Was it your experience with soccer? Did it give you any kind of like life lessons uh, that you kind of take with, you know, your, your personal life, your professional life, what you're doing now? Of course. I mean, like I said, right, I've been playing since I can remember. I was like six years old and I owe, I owe everything to it, man. The, the whole experience is just taught me at an early age. It taught me how to make friends, how to socialize, how to be a part of a team, it's just the foundations. And then from there, you know, it gives you confidence. It gives you a source of an identity, you know, like in high school, like I was soccer, I was a soccer guy, you know, the guy who plays That's soccer. Right. Yeah. It's just something that, you know, it's a character builder thing and it, and it gives you something that you like, you know, at the end of the day, like that's me and that's who I am. And, and, and yeah. a lot of people don't have that for a long time and they're trying to figure out that path. So I was given that, a, man, it's yeah. true. And, and, and yeah. a lot of people, and now that I stopped playing, you know, I'm kind of going through that now, like where wow. I played my whole life, I just finished university. Now I'm working and I, I don't, I'm not that soccer guy anymore, you know, like I yeah. don't play anymore. So like a process of refining myself but there's a quote that that Ronaldinho has that I love uh, and it says I learned all about life with a ball at my feet and I know what he means man like you know it's you learn it all let's say you lose a game you know you learn how to lose you learn how to take that if you of course if you if you play you play a bad game you know you learn how to deal with that if you maybe you know get subbed off and and you don't you don't you get benched for a game you know you, you learn how to take that and then you learn how to win gracefully. You know, you, you win a trophy, you know what it means to win. Like it's just yeah. so many things you learn, dedication, you know, going to training every day, working hard, you learn discipline, you learn. It's just, honestly, I can, I can talk for hours about the things that I don't think it's necessarily specific to soccer, just sport in general. Yeah. Sport you teach someone, a young man, a young girl. Um, and yeah, I, I, owe, I owe a lot of my life. Like even when I'm applying for jobs now, first thing they say is, oh, you played, you played varsity soccer, you played a sport. You know, and then they love hearing that because of all the things I said, right? They know that means of course. teamwork, you have leadership, yeah. you know, all those different things. So, yeah, man, honestly, like it's it's it saddens me that it's over. And now that as I get older, it's like a different phase where 
know, I started to appreciate, I've always appreciated watching it, but now like, that's really all I have is, is watching it. And I'm like, you know, it's just, it, it grows with you and it, and it changes as you get older and you like the love of the game that you have. But um, man, I, I, I owe everything to it. I, I'm, I am the person I am today because I played soccer growing up and, and I was you know, involved in it. Yeah, that's some powerful stuff. And I had a feeling you say that because, again, just witnessing, you know, you, you through the years playing the sport and, you know, hearing your family, like what you played more advanced levels of soccer and not to shit on, you know, the current generation or just the climate, the social climate. But, you know, we live in a world now where the participation trophies, everybody's a winner. And, you know, you know, I didn't mean to beat you and all that crap. But yeah, yeah. you you were raised in a way, right, even though you're the youngest and you would be considered, I guess, like a Gen Z you still had that mentality brought down from your father of, you know, you lose, you take it like a man and you, you show up to the next game. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I think that's very important. And like you said, like a life lesson is humbling you, right? That's why you're such a modest, you know, humble guy. You're not fanatical or you're not like full of yourself is because you've been through those losses as much as you've been through the wins. 100%, man. And, and you it take all. it to the, to the, to real life. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, like my, my story is even one, a unique one. If you really want to dive into it where, um, you know, at a young age, when I was 12, 13 years old, I was cut from my team, for example, you know, oh, like, wow. you know a lot, a lot, a lot of people even experienced that, you know, that's something right. I had to deal with, huge ego destroyer right there, you know, <laughs> kind of having to yeah, take yeah. that at that age too, right, yeah. uh, and then a few years later, you know, I, I end up, you know, playing at a national level and winning the trophies, and it's just that kind of roller coaster of, of emotions uh, just taught me everything, taught, taught me about all the things you just said, you know, being humble and knowing how to win, knowing how to lose, things like that. So, yeah. And it thickens your skin, right? Like it, it, it prepares you for life events that if you do reach disappointments or rejections, like that's a huge thing, what you just mentioned when you're really young like that, especially if you see, you make friends and then you get cut from the team. I, I've witnessed that myself. Um, or experienced that myself, I should say personally, um, you know, it, it breaks your heart, but it kind of prepares you for life because life isn't guaranteed. Life isn't uh, sweet. Uh, there, there's honestly, always things happen right? Yeah. If, if I didn't get cut from that team, I don't think I would have became the player I was after. Like, nice. you know, I, I, I ended up like growing exponentially because it kind of gave me that drive. And like, at the time I didn't, I didn't understand that. But now when I reflect back, honestly, right. I, don't, I don't, I don't know if I would have been able to you know, be as good as I was afterwards. Cause I would, tra- after that day, I, when I got cut, I would train on my own. I'd go for runs. I'd go to practice. I'd do everything I could just cause like, you know, I had that happen to me. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. The work proud of you buddy yeah I, i'm proud of you that you said that man and you're self-aware to a lot of people would be in denial uh, or angry like oh i got cut like what the at hell the time right? but was, you at the sure, time for sure but i'm saying is now you I'm, I'm happy you had that moment i think it's very healthy that you realize hey it made me better and i think a lot of us especially as a creative myself struggle with that i still do like there's moments that i get rejected from things um where in the moment it hurts me but as i keep going right as i stay positive i look back and i say hey happen for a reason, right? Or else I wouldn't have encountered this. Um, so life has an interesting way of working itself out. You just got to be patient with it and you got to stay true to yourself. And I think that's what you did, right? As a soccer player is always keeping authentic to the game and never, it, would ne- it was never about the vanity or the ego. Definitely, man. It's like at the end of the day, I mean, it was a lot of, I keep saying it, right? Cause there's a d- delicate age that to happen, right? Where at first I wanted to quit soccer and that was my first reaction. Yeah. And, I'm good and then, you know, you just kind of get back to the basics and you remember why you're doing it. And it's just because when I'm bored, even till this day, you know, when, when, I'm, when I have a few weeks off or on a Sunday morning, I'm just going to grab a ball and go play like, you know, by myself. That's just me. That's what I enjoy doing. Yeah. That's my pastime. That's my hobby. And 
you know, that's kind of what you got to stick with in times like that. It's you just got to remember that this is my passion. This is what I do. And whether I do good or bad, I'm, I just enjoy doing it. I'm going to do it anyways. You know, and a lot of the shots that I took of you when we were filming Beautiful, I, I should mention is, you know, you were just in your element. Like I directed you in some situations that I wanted a particular shot, but most cases I wanted you to just be yourself. And that's why we were able to get like a lot of the stuff that I consider to be my favorite. For example, like the ending shot, the way you were looking around and like preparing with the nose thing. That's what I mean by you had actor instincts. Like you just yeah. uh, were so serious, so convinced, uh, you know, in, in that role. And, you know, just staring off to, you didn't even stare at the lens. I have to mention like the last frame, if people know what I'm talking about, if they watch Beautiful, you're, you're looking out to the sky <laughs> and it was just so cinematic. And I'm like, that's my guy. Like this guy knows, you know, like don't look at, cause so many people will, right. Especially if they're, you're not a professional actor. So yeah. people that are, are first uh, coming on a set or first time doing their acting job, I know I would do that or I would just naturally look at the camera. Cause you think something's looking at you. Right. But you just knew, man, you like looked away. So uh, those instincts uh, definitely uh, played a part and it all comes down to, like you said, you're always practicing, right? You're always grabbing a ball. You're always going to the field, uh, you know, always in the element, always in the game, the mindset of a soccer player. Um, so, so really cool, man. Really cool stuff. You know, so I want to get more into like the film now. Um, yeah. You know, we shot this uh, during the pandemic. We shot this in the middle uh, of a pandemic. And, uh, you know, this is something we've been planning before the pandemic. And I, I'll be honest, I was unsure if, if, you were going to show up. I was unsure if I was going to show up, like if you were going to do it. Um, I remember going back and forth, like thinking like, is it safe? Is it this? And I just have to say, like, I'm very grateful that you showed up. I'm really grateful that, you know, you, you were, you were committed as much as I was, uh, you know, when we made uh, the first, I should say a, a soccer video called welcome back when I made it with your brother, um, you were thrilled to be part of the next one. So I was so, <laughs> so, I was so happy that uh, you, you shared the same, the same energy and you, you were giving me high praise for that first one. Um, and so I really appreciated that, buddy. Yeah, man. I remember it. It was awesome. I was so jealous of Mark. I was like, I want a video, man. What the hell is this? And now your brother's <laughs> jealous of you. It, it works full circle. <laughs> but yeah, but, man, uh, honestly, like, yeah. um, it, it's, it's funny because, when, when we did it when we were doing it like, it's like you said like you know I was more so like you know what I'm I you know I'm uh, of course I'm down like you know I want to help you out and you know help you any way I can and also sure. the soccer video so for me it was just like yeah like of course I'll come by we'll do it whatever and it's just yeah. like not to reiterate it again but mm -hmm. you know now we're sitting here a year later and it's gone into all these festivals gone all this recognition and it's just it just goes to show you right like with with um like how something small if you if you do it and you do it properly and you take the time and you never know anything can happen and that was yeah and then i'm glad you said that because that's that's been my attitude man from day one obviously i'm not perfect i have my days where i you know have some self-doubt but at my core uh, that i've always had that energy where i don't care if it's a minute i don't care if it's two minutes like if it has a story um people will will look into it and if you do it right you know like i had this vision from day one like how i wanted it to be accomplished and it only it only gets better and better the more you do these things but um that's why i wrote you that voiceover that script Right, because I said I want to take it to another level with your brother. I, I just had him take do some some moves, whatever. I was getting used to the settings as well. Like that's why everything's some things were overexposed. But you could still, if you watch it, see like his intention, like what I was trying to go for. And then you see yours, and it's almost like a sequel, right? It's almost like a reimagining. Um, and yeah, so I'm, I'm really I'm really proud of how it turned out again, and and uh, a lot of great things. I want to know, other than the fact that me kind of persisting you to do it and you know just uh being on your ass about it 
what was it about uh, when I sent you that script and like when I explained to you the concept, what was it about it that you wanted to be part of it? I think it was just came down to the, to the fact that to me, it wasn't really like I didn't have to act, right? Like if you give me a role where I had to do something, you know, I maybe feel a little uncomfortable or because I've right. never done it before. But for me, it was like, I'm just going to go to the park and play soccer and, you know, Calderon's just going to film me. There you <laughs> go. Gonna, yeah, yeah. Maybe say yeah. a couple lines and, and it just felt like it just, it was, it was just, you know, it reflected me and how I felt about the game. So to me, it was, it was just a no brainer. It was easy for me to go along with it. And it was easy for me to play my part because, you know, he did such a good job at, you know, portraying how I would feel about the game or how anybody yeah. would feel that that's actually played it. So that, that's kind of what really intrigued me about it the most. Yeah. And the, between the voiceover and the visuals, like a lot of people still compliment you uh, when they watch it. Uh, like my sister, for instance, we were like, wow, he has the voice. Like he, he, he really pulled it <laughs> off. And I said, yeah, I'm like, that's what I wanted. I'm like, I wanted it to be, you, you, you watch it and you believe this guy loves the game because I know you do. Right. Yeah. So I'm, I'm so happy that was, uh, you know, conveyed, conveyed the way we wanted, uh, wanted it to be. And, it's, you know, yeah, I'm sorry, what were you saying? Man? No, 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 go ahead, finish, finish. No, no, I was just going to say that um, you, you you said it right there as well, where I did it on purpose to have you, I didn't want, you know, be an actor per se. I wanted to uh, center you around uh, something that you're comfortable in, right? I wanted to capitalize on your skills because it would be kind of funny to just say, hey, you're going to be like a drug addict and an alley. Like, exactly. it's like uh, poor Robert's like, ah, buddy, I, I'm just trying to like live my life. <laughs> But, but with the soccer, I'm like, it's perfect. You know, you got the skills, you got the, you got the look for it and um, you get the passion. That was a big thing for me. And, you know, you could find anyone really, but we have such a great uh, friendship and uh, you know, a respect for one another, right. On what we do, you've been very uh, kind, like supporting my work. So I'm really, uh, I was really happy. Like I was able to get you on board for that. Yeah. No, of course, man. And honestly, like part of it was, to me, it was like, this is going to be like an opportunity for me to do like a, like a Nike commercial. Like, you know, yeah, I'm going yeah, to forever yeah. have this, like I show my kids one day, like, and on, know, and on, so. yeah. And there's this, uh, there was a short film uh, website called Think Shorts, uh, this organization that they actually scouted me and they picked, they, they saw your film and they wanted it to be featured and uh, there were Instagram, like social media. And I was like, uh, you know, beyond thrilled. And then recently they asked me to do an interview and I don't know if I, I sent it to you or if you read it, but I explained yeah. that that was the inspiration nike adidas promo videos that i would see before the world cup that's why i joked around like they get pick it up <laughs> yeah. because when the world cup comes up or even the euro you're gonna see ronaldo like you know looking out to the distance there's gonna be like drum beats and like people waving a flag you know flare guns it's gonna be insane um but that's what we live for like for me as a creative that's what i mean by i guess soccer there's something those events there's something in it for everyone right like i don't have i don't the sport the sport is is great and all but i love the storytelling behind it i love the the van, the, the vanity and, and more, the, right? the, the yeah. style yeah no because i watch it's like the super bowl i, I couldn't care less about football i'll watch it but the in between the commercials the way they're done you know the, there's something for everyone right to, to kind of like Definitely. get inspiration Definitely. listen there's all sides of the game that you know people can enjoy like for example we were just talking about this before we yeah. started the podcast I hopefully one day want to do sports marketing with Toronto FC, right? Like, no, nice. just because I can't be a professional soccer player, I can still be a part that, of the game in a different that's way. What so I'm, like, yeah. You, you can, you can appreciate, you know, the storytelling and, and the way they do things more so than I can, but that that's what makes it awesome, right? It's just something for everyone. Yeah, no, for a hundred percent. So now that we did this film, uh, I'm just curious, do you have like an acting bug or are you just like, <laughs> is it kind of like a one-time thing for you? Cause some people get it, man. Some people get it. 
Um, it's so funny you said that because like I have so many friends that like message me and every time I put the post like oh it's been selected at Tokyo now or this now and they're all like dude are you like an actor are you like a famous actor exactly <laughs> so right. it's it's really funny man honestly I don't know if I got the I got the bug for acting but uh if, if there's a beautiful part too you let me know and I'll, oh I'll okay yeah for sure but yeah for sure <laughs> well like like I said man uh you know between beautiful between all the other projects I have in mind I always reach out to you because uh there's something about like I love that you I, I meant it when I said you had those instincts like the acting instincts um you took it very serious like you, you know how like people are laughing like okay okay this time I'll be serious it's like yeah we're just yeah. ready to go you know um <laughs> there was also the pressure that we were gonna get kicked off the field right so yeah okay I should mention that yeah and that's what <laughs> yeah, I mentioned yeah. in my okay so in my think shorts interview I should mention like I actually made it my sister was dying when she read it because it was kind of like a passive-aggressive uh, answer they're like what kind of challenges did you go through so I explained like things like yeah the pandemic and you know I was just yeah. saying things like we weren't sure like whatever then I said literally the last two lines I'm like and then we had to also deal with the fact that uh there was apparently a soccer uh team coming to practice <laughs> on the field we were at so we only had an hour and then the way I worded it I'm like according to the according to the the head the manager of the field uh oh. their their <laughs> their practice was priority was <laughs> that was the word so we had to rush priority it. yeah 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 so i did so i wrote it i wrote it obviously i thought it would came across like you know pretty genuine answer but then i realized when i published it oh it sounds a bit passive aggressive but i'll keep it because okay. actually that's how, I felt. No, that's how passion. i felt because exactly but that's how i felt because i'm like you're coming to me and this is a serious production and you guys <laughs> you could practice anytime but this the sun's right the lighting's right exactly. robert's here we got to do it right now you know <laughs> and when they showed up too it was like you know bunch of girls and like shit and i'm just like okay you know what enough like why are we yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah kick this off for this shit yeah no 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 disrespect to the girls but um it, i just was expecting like you know tfc showing up like ready to practice like get off the field we got to keep in the mindset but when everyone showed up it was like okay i'll pick we you were, up at eight <laughs> like <laughs> we were also you guys could think of things right if we were like we were like i started really getting into it you were really getting into yeah. it so we were like in the zone <laughs> I remember like saying like yeah you guys could have waited you guys could have waited and I just but um all the all the experiences I've had on set like whenever there was like a time limit um or just you know, a lot of constraints uh, that's when the best kind of creativity comes out you know because we came up with a lot of great shots because we had to be so fast about it you know no time like, for any bullshit right exactly yeah. man like and and you I remember I told you at one point I'm like buddy I got all the shots I need now just run around the ball and like do like a bunch of crazy shit <laughs> and and I basically use that footage right to, to do they're called fillers right and some some angles man some shots like you know just thinking right now uh when you were walking towards the field and you were like looking back like that wasn't me telling you that that was just you being in the moment you know, and, but I use that, that, that's where editing comes in, right? The story changes again and you have to kind of have an eye for it. You have to pick the certain scenes, certain, um, moments in, in the, in the footage that best capture the, what you're trying to convey to the audience. Right. So, uh, a lot of cruel stuff. Like one of my favorites I should mention is when you hop on the, the fence, like, you know, how you just like jump on the fence and you have like a lot of praise for that. A lot of people are like, Oh, that's a sick shot. Cause we got it on one take. That was all you, man. I remember, Do you remember like, that? Looked, yeah. dude, the minute we did it, you were looking at the, like, the footage and we looked at it together and we were like, yo, that looks <laughs> good. Like the minute we did it, Bro, we that was right a away. one take. And it was like yeah. a minute before these guys showed up, like they saw the, for the practice. And I remember us rushing it like, oh shit, before we leave, I'm like, can you hop over the fence? Or maybe you even suggested, I think. And I don't even uh, remember. But yeah, yeah something I like, remember. I don't know, but all I know is because I remember, oh, that's how we got on the field. I should mention we hopped the fence. Um, 
it was all legal. Don't worry. We just didn't feel like using the door. We thought we were badass. And we hopped the fence. So I said, okay, let's put that in. Because how, how much edgier would that be? You just see him like hop the fence. Like that's how passionate he is. He's like going onto the field. Right. And that's authentic. That's authentic. Yeah. You, man, that's you, you, you would tell me when you go on the field, you would hop. I was just going to say, especially in the pandemic. Yeah, exactly. I was just going to say like, of course, you know, cinematic effect, but that, that's, that's what happens whenever I go play. Right. I got to yeah, the go, throw the bag over, get on the field. You know, it's, 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 it's partly, uh, it's partly true too. Right. Yeah, man, I, I'm I'm boost, I'm hyping myself up, but I I was really proud that I pulled off that shot in one take. Like it was crazy. Do you remember? Like it was just like I I thought I fell I fell over too when I did it. Do you remember? I was like filming you, and then I and I'm like I lost it balance and shit. And then I watched it. I'm like, oh my god, that was like a smooth shot. Like I went with the motion of you landing. It was, it was honestly crazy. like it couldn't have been better. And like even like my bag, like the Western symbol was like just perfectly yeah, there. Like, yeah, yeah. Planted right beside exactly. it. Exactly. Like, and shout out to Western sh- University for the varsity team. No, they they uh, they actually promoted it. You know, you you uh, oh, were yeah, nice that's enough right. to send it to them. Yeah, man. Thank you. Yeah, shout out Western. Yeah, shout out to them, man. They they were they were nice enough to promote it. So I was really happy about that. Um. So yeah, you know. You, we've mentioned before uh, when we started the, the podcast earlier that, you know, it's been getting a lot of great positive reception. Um, a lot of people have been, you know, praising us. Uh, I don't know on your end, but on my end, a lot of people have been being very kind towards it. But I think what did it for me is when it started getting asked to be in, featured in festivals like Los Angeles, in Los Angeles, New York, South Korea, and uh, Tokyo, Roma. And for me, it was surreal because I said, this has now become like a world thing, you know, like some, someone in Rome, it's a small festival, but someone in Rome who speaks Italian is watching this, right? So what was that feeling like for you when I told you it started getting into these festivals? It's just like, you know, for, for you, for you, it's, it's, you know, it must be insanely like rewarding right like oh my god like your work is being shown but for me it's 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 just like i'm so impressed with with you know your work it, to me i'm just seeing back like like wow like, this is being appreciated on a world level like i don't even think about it for me as much like i'm just honored to be a part of it and that it's my face yeah there. but man like it's 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 just like we keep saying i keep repeating it's we we've hopped the fence and we recorded at the field and we had an hour restraint and we we did what we could and, and it and it just it's blown up now and it's, it's awesome to look back on it and, and see all the success it's gotten. And, and my, my parents see it and my, my zeals and zeals see it. And, oh, and good. they think, okay. they think we're like, I think I'm like famous now. I think you're like the, hey, the greatest director. So, yeah. <laughs> no, man, I've got, I've gotten so much positive feedback from everyone who's seen it. And yeah, man, like when I, when I went to Italy, that was the coolest for me. I was like, wow. Yeah. And when I was here, when it said yeah. Roma, I said to you, I'm like, I didn't even, if you notice, cause I usually send you a text on Fridays. Right. Um, I didn't even wait when I was popping up for your brother's birthday surprise, I was like, Hey, by the way, we got into Roma. And you're like, what? <laughs> like, yeah. let me drop off Coda and talk more about this. <laughs> uh, Coda's his dog. Back, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, I, if there's a group of people that I really wanted them to watch, it is probably your family. And I'm so happy that you showed it to them because it, it's so important that they see like, you know, your, their son, like how much of a passion he has for the sport and, and, because they, they were they were part of it they were responsible right like especially your father right like helping you get into the game and just seeing you you know that just that one minute and 15 seconds of you talking about the game and stuff um i'm really happy that that they were impressed by it and and you guys were able to share that moment together that was a big Honestly, thing for me is yeah getting on that level for me it's like it's something that i get i get to keep now like forever you know it's like i'll have Good, that footage of yeah. me 
with doing what I love, you know, like you it's go. just, it's, it's, it's a nice keepsake for me. And it's like, I'm happy to have done it and to help you. But at the yeah. same time, it's like, it's a nice, like, it captures and it you know it reflects on like you know the game I love so it's a nice it's a nice project to have you know yeah and and I made it too I should mention you know other than the fact of it being about soccer I I made it because I want to inspire not only myself but other filmmakers or creatives that like you said this is something we did in an hour we went at a soccer field we just you know shot what we could and we put it together and it doesn't need to be you know expensive production value you know, it doesn't need to be all these different things. Because you have an idea exactly. and, you prepare, and you have a plan. And yeah. obviously, eventually, like, you know, when you're that good or if you're meant for that, you know, that uh, that lifestyle, like that kind of level, you're going to have people like come to you and, you know, you know, naturally, they're going to give you that budget. Right. It's called funding and all that stuff. But I strongly believe like, you know, people that, that need funding and all that stuff, that sometimes you just need an idea and an execution. And I feel like the way we, we, we pulled it off, it just shows, it should show, I hope anyone that views this video is other than the fact of being inspired to play the sport of soccer or fall in love with it, it should be inspired to create, to make, you know, because a big thing for me when it got accepted in Los, Los Angeles, it won uh, an honorable mention there, that one realer short film festival there. Um, and then when it started going throughout the world, like Roma and South Korea, for instance, I just was saying to myself, you know, because this is, by the way, the first time I've gone into festivals. Right. Like I got into one or two, maybe in Toronto, but two projects that I did before, but there was a huge gap in between. And I really was trying to get as much recognition as I could. And what I'm trying to say is when I started seeing, you know, what it was receiving around the world, it's rewarding yeah, in a sense where I love the fact that people are watching it, but it's, it's rewarding in the sense that it's like, it proves to me that all you need really is an idea and a hustle, like the, the drive to do to, to make it happen. You know, and people will people will see that people will gravitate to you with that storytelling. Couldn't agree more, man. One hundred percent. Yeah, man. So, it's... yeah. Sorry, what are you saying, man? No, no, no. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, you just cut out. So... Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love no, Zoom man. for these podcasts. I know, right? Yeah. No, it's just saying, man. You, like you, you said it best. It's, 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 it's all about just having like the confidence and and, and belief in yourself to to do it. You know, and that's that's what we did. You 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 believe in the idea, you believe in the project, put it together, and now you're you're reaping the benefits. Nice man, and thank you, and thank you again. Um, I want to say now, uh, you know, because we talked about you know your experience with soccer and uh, making this film beautiful, and when I was before this kind of podcast episode, I was thinking to myself, you know, you you touched on it earlier about working for TFC, right? Uh, you know, as a marketing uh, coordinator or uh, brand marketing for, for sports marketing what how, how do you intend to continue your passion you continue your dedication to the game the beautiful game yeah man um i've learned that that's like for me to be happy and and, and you know live life and and that, that i gotta be a part of it somehow that's what i've learned and i realize is whenever i am close the closer i am to it you know the happier i am so that was my my that's my goal i tell myself every day is that's what i'm going to be working toward is to become a sports marketer for Toronto FC, maybe even York United, which is CPL, Canadian Professional League, nice. that's happening here, Canadian Premier League. Um, any way that I can get closer to it, that that's kind of the the ultimate goal for me. And I also, one day, I hope to coach as well. I want to get my coaching licenses. Yeah, I was going to mention that, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's, I think, I think there's, you know, it's coaching is something I've always wanted to do because I want to pass down all this love and knowledge and passion yeah. for the game. Yeah. I want to pass it down. I want to see others, you know, be inspired and all the things I said, you know, learn all of the valuable life lessons there are 100%. in soccer. 
hundred percent. Um, I just uh, gotta right, wait for the right time and find find some time in my life to, to kind of balance the work and coaching. But it's something I really, really want to do, especially because my dad's done it too, right? As you're saying, before. yeah, um, yeah. Like whenever like I'm alone, I'll like practice like team speeches. I'm gonna do one day when I'm a coach. Oh yeah, nice. <laughs> hey, save it for the save it for beautiful too, man. Yeah, <laughs> beautiful too. There you go. I know Paul's but a busy man. guy. Your old your oldest brother Paul's a busy guy, yeah. but I actually was imagining like he should probably end off the trilogy. You know, like the the Mario soccer trilogy, right? <laughs> like we'll make him a coach, and then you guys make an appearance, like. That would be perfect. What, what an idea for, for the trilogy. I, I would. I, I Hey, how about this? I'll, I'll write a script. I'll write like some kind of like outline. Yeah. And I feel like Paul uh, will we'll do it because he's It'll a be like be like multiverse, like for beautiful. Like yeah, Mark will that, come back. I'll come in. Paul will be there. <laughs> Robert, look me in the eyes. Do you think I'm kidding? I'm actually serious. Fantastic I, we can pull idea. it up. We just need people to show up. But that's how I imagine it, where it's like multiverse all these characters right that uh, welcome back and beautiful in the same verse and like you, it revealed at the end so yeah that's something in the works man we're, we're, we'll pull it off for sure it'll be and it'll be the same thing like a minute or two just very quick but the story's there you know we'll put him in a suit on the sidelines of a soccer field yeah oh you you, know. you think you think i like snapped into like you know the mode or the zone when I got there, Paul, Paul will do it even Oh, more yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, Paul, I, sh I should mention, uh, for, if I didn't mention before, Paul is, is the older brother of Robert, and, you know, he, he's just as experienced in, in soccer. And, um, yeah, he has been so supportive uh, with filmmaking. Um, he has been such a good friend that way, including Mark as well. But, Paul, I remember, like, you know, on the GO train when I would go downtown, like, to Ryerson, you just have those deep conversations. And I was like, wait, do I have an older brother? What's happening? <laughs> and he'd be like, no, because I would just pull, brush it off. Like, you know, yeah, I'll see what I can do with film. Because it's such a crazy, challenging, arduous path. Like, how do you even pinpoint how to break through, right? And his whole attitude was, you just got to go for it. Because he was saying at the time, like, if I, if I could go for something I love, I would do it, you know? So don't be like, you know, don't make, kind of like go with it without any regret. Um, and it was words of wisdom, really, man, because I was like, what, 20, 21, maybe even younger. And he was, you know, he's four years older than me. So he was just trying to give me, he was probably my age. I'm 25, 26. So he's probably trying to give me a, a window of, you know, what, what, what's possible if you put your mind to something, right? Or if you just give you, yourself the courage, the permission to, to go for it. Um, people don't realize like our 20s, I know we have to get married and we have to buy a house and move out and all this crap. But at the end of the day, man, it's like, but I want to look back and say, I did something like I, I tried, you know, even if I fall flat on my face, like that film, beautiful, like you said, it's something you'll always look back at. But if I was working in an office job that I hated and like, you know, didn't have the time or made excuses, we'll never have that moment. We'll always talk about it. You know, Honestly, the, old, the older we get, the less risk we can take, so to say, right? This is the time it's true, man. It's in true, our life yeah. that we, we can afford to try things and, and do what we want to do. Um, but man, it's, you know, this, this career path, you know, being a director and, and it's, it's like any other creative, um, you know, job, it's like trying to be a musician. It's even like trying to be a professional athletes. Yeah. It's obviously, yeah. you know, really hard and then, and the chances might be slim, but if you just wake up and do it every day and you're doing what you love every day and you know, you never know what can happen. It's the truth. You just gotta, you just gotta go yeah. for it. Yeah, one day you look back and yeah. whether or not you, you know, it's, it's turned out to be what you wanted it to be. You have no regrets. Right. And that's all that that's the, yeah. the best piece of mind. You can have. Yeah. And you kind of have to like, you know, I, I get that a lot. You have to also live, know how to live with yourself. Right. Like if, if you look, like you said, look back and no matter how it turned out, like you can, you look at you're you're proud of it. 
that should, that's, that's how it, all it should be. You shouldn't kind of look back and say, you know, I should have done this and I should have been like that. It's more like, well, I did the best I could, you know, and, and you, you have to just trust it. And yeah, think about exactly. Think about how many people don't try. And that's, that was my point with this little film. Beautiful is I didn't, I didn't want the pandemic year to end where I didn't make anything. You know, I didn't want to use that excuse because it is tempting, man. It's so tempting. Like, Oh, you don't want to get sick. You don't want your family to get sick. And I, and I'm still cautious, but I felt like there was always a way if you just push, if you'd be smart about it, you could still make stuff. And that's, that's what I mean by when the pandemic hit, I, I was worried we weren't going to do this project. Um, the one of many that I had planned in my head. And we were able to do it. And, you know, it just shows you that you, you commit to what you initially started and you'll reap the rewards um, if it's done, if it's done right, right, done, done with good intention. So I really want to thank you again for coming on the podcast, man. It was a lot of fun. Uh, you know, like always, uh, we had you back last with uh, Nick Ferfari, our boy, talking about Pokemon. Uh, but we'll have you back very soon. Uh, you know, to be a regular. To- <laughs> yeah, of course, man. Hey, Joey Diaz over here. What's going on? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, minus the swearing. <laughs> but uh, no, man, it, it's this film, like I said, meant a lot to me. And uh, it's still something that I'm really proud of. I watch it from time to time. Uh, I was just listening to the soundtrack on my walk this morning. Uh, you know, and I was melding the words because I know every beat, like every note when you like say something, like it's more than just the game. I'm like, I'm not Robert. What am I saying? <laughs> Robert can only say these lines. Uh, but uh, yeah, man, it, it's um, yeah, really proud of it. The reception it's getting. Thank you again, everyone, for like watching it and supporting it. For those that are watching and know what I'm talking about, beautiful, starring Robert DeMario. Um, can never ask for more. Like amazing, amazing guys. I really appreciate it. And thank you again, Robert. Anything you have to say before you leave? Hey man, I'm proud of you, man. You uh, really solid thing that we did. It's something I'm even proud of to just be a part of. And <laughs> yeah, thanks for having me as usual. I love, I love being here. No worries, buddy. Yeah, we'll have you soon uh, back on. All right. So having said that, uh, thank you again, Robert Demario. Thank you everybody for listening, and we'll talk soon.